0: Before we begin our discussion, we would like to mention that this episode is sponsored by audible.com.
1: If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure most people do. Audible is a application or a website that you can use on your phone or computer that you can get access to audiobooks. Every month they will give you one free new book to try and listen to. Audible
0: doesn't only do audiobooks, they also have comedy, self-help, fitness programs, wellness programs, and I know that you just read something recently for the podcast.
1: Yeah, recently I actually just read Joe Hill's Horns and it became kind of difficult to read the book all the time. The audiobook just made it so much easier to be able to listen to that in the car. Great book, by the way, if anybody wants to check it out. It's amazing.
0: Audible.com has thousands and thousands of titles. Mm -hmm. It would take you, I think, like 300 years to go through their entire library or something crazy like that. And like I said, they have way more than just audiobooks. They also do podcasts. So obviously we're huge fans of that. And to get your free trial, it is 30 days through our link. It is audibletrial.com slash The Exorcisters. And that is T-H-E-E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T-E-R-S. And we just want to give a huge thank you yes, to thank you. audible.com for the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. My name is Amanda and I'm Kristen and, and we are the extra, extra sisters. sisters so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to episode 87 and in this episode we are going to be discussing the 2008 found footage film quarantine which we are recording in quarantine <laughs> 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 it was not planned that way we just happened this was already on our schedule before anybody was put into a quarantine and then we were yeah. like. Ooh, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's not tasteful. I don't know. But it is what it is, and it, it's, it's on the schedule. So here we are for episode 87. This film has a 56-44 on Rotten Tomatoes, and the first number is the critic consensus, and the second number is the audience score. And... You know, I'd seen this film before. It had been a long time, but I did remember most of it even before we watched it, at least the premise of it. But of course, when you watch a film after seeing it for a long time, you don't remember the details of the film. You just kind of remember the big moments of the film and kind of the general vibe of the film. And yeah. I don't remember disliking this film at all, and I didn't dislike it this time either. It's just kind of one of those films where you watch it, and for me, it just I just didn't really... Think about it again, you know. Mm-hmm. I think I may have seen this more than once back in the day, but when it came out, I do remember being a teenager, and it was pretty successful at spooking me. So,
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I love this movie. Do this you? Movie is great. Yes, yeah. I put it on every Halloween. It ends up on my rotation.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all. All, I know that's not a phrase, but I'm from Texas and y'all all, as a, the, y'all all, all, you all all. Y'all all know how I feel about Jennifer Carpenter. So I think that she is wonderful. She gets under my skin because of Exorcism of Emily Rose, but I also thought she was brilliant in Dexter. So there's that too. And so, you know, I think she did well in this. At the beginning of this film, she I mean she annoys me throughout the entire film let's just be honest her character gets on my nerves but she's kind of the epitome of uh, panic in this movie (laughs) Uh, well I guess not the epitome towards the end I guess but she is making a documentary on firefighters and a firehouse in Los Angeles and I
1: love the beginning of this it's so much fun
0: Yeah, I, the only thing that I don't like is flirtatious banter makes me so uncomfortable. (laughs) Like I get so much secondhand awkwardness from like people flirting. And I think it's because like, I don't remember what it's like to like flirt, you know, but she, well, and I think it's also because they are like, I just made a note. She's like real flirty with one of the uh, firemen, you know? and they were just like giggling and stuff. So I was like Ew, you do not like that. that makes me uncomfortable but it's a very they're very like teenagery about it i guess you know does that make sense yeah i love and I, and a lot of these films too i like the dynamic between her and her cameraman
1: oh yeah they're great
0: i like them a lot too. and
1: you get a lot of that in this beginning section i love that and she's very much a girl that can hang out with the guys which was always me so Mm -hmm. i liked that yeah i think this whole beginning section is just so much fun
0: yeah and she's like you know hanging out with them well she's pretty much staying overnight she's waiting for a call she wants to really get in on the action which i think is neat you know just seeing what happens in the daily life of a firefighter that's a pretty interesting documentary that we don't really see i mean we kind of know what firefighters do but it's not like we see their, you know, complete day to day. So that's kind of cool, especially in a city like Los Angeles. I like that this wasn't, you know, a New York film. I know that's like a really small thing to say, but we seem to get a lot of New York. So kind of cool that it wasn't New York, even though it was Los Exactly, cool. like, you know, the second city to be picked usually for these kinds of things. But, you know, just a small thing, but they get this call that she she's been waiting she's like i just want one little call because it's been a pretty quiet night and she she fucking gets a call
1: yeah
0: yeah she gets a call they get what they believe is just a medical call and they have to go to this apartment building which this is another just like small minuscule comment this is a really neat apartment building
1: it's so pretty
0: (laughs) yeah like very old historic i've very like, spanish style yeah i like apartment buildings that like look very old and historic that you like get to walk through these big doors and have this grand entrance and all these really beautiful stairways
1: yeah couldn't you see that like golden age of hollywood that yeah. apartment existing
0: yeah mm-hmm. even though you didn't get to see it in the daytime like what it was still a really cool building yeah Gets
1: really- that was actually a set that they made
0: oh well that's really pretty set
1: i know right i um, thought i was hoping it was a building too
0: and they had a pretty i mean they had a 12 million dollar budget so yeah Well that's pretty good you know so they get this call and they go to this building and this movie does start pretty quick like the opening intro like you know of them making this documentary because they have to give you a reason that it's found footage obviously so that for this film it's that they're making a documentary and this is around the time you know 2008 we're coming you know into this is actually around the time that paranormal activity was released after Mm -hmm. which project obviously this is quite a bit after so we're still kind of dabbling in we like found footage this is a good yeah found footage
1: that was my senior year so maybe that's why quarantine sticks with me so much
0: ah yeah Maybe it is. Did you see it in theaters? Or did you watch it after theaters? Or
1: I did see it in theaters. It was really good.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it, I'm pretty sure it was at my house, but I'm pretty sure it was also one of those situations where I had a bunch of friends over and we turned out all the lights in the house and it was like a whole production, you know? Mm, nice. Yeah. So they go into this house and there's they got called because this there's this woman and there's she screamed and so of course they they the cops are there's a police officer on scene as well, and they go up into her apartment, and it starts off pretty creepy from the beginning in my opinion. Now
1: I think the tension starts off right away. Yeah, right? yeah, I
0: agree, and I think there are some people that will disagree with us and not like the feel like the scares in this one, and but I I, I disagree with you on that because this. Like, I wrote down here, this old woman just, like, standing there staring at them and the kind of scenes you, like, of the quick glimpses you get of the way she looks is, like, pretty creepy.
1: I agree. Now, we didn't mention, this is actually an American remake of, I'm pretty sure, a Spanish found footage film called Wreck.
0: Wreck, yeah, it is Spanish, which I haven't seen.
1: Yeah, so I know a lot of people don't like Quarantine because a lot of people like Wreck, which... Actually, I'm the opposite, probably because I got introduced to quarantine first, but I don't like Wreck as much.
0: I have not seen Wreck, so that, you know, do with that what you will.
1: That I What I remember is it's basically the same exact movie.
0: Yeah, so we just remade it for Americans.
1: Yeah, in English.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she is real creepy, though, this old woman. Mm-hmm.
1: And she's just crying, which, once you figure out what's going on, I think that's what I would be doing, too. And she's acting like a hurt animal like they keep trying to come towards her and she keeps like lunging at him real quick to get him to back off
0: i would back off
1: (laughs) (laughs) right like she's foaming at the mouth and she's doing like maybe a rabid dog would do that maybe back off
0: Mm, yep there's definitely something wrong with her and it's hard i will definitely give them this you don't feel that threatened by like an elderly woman like a sick elderly woman but you should you know the cops Especially, you know, they're trained to f- treat a lot of these as, you know... Fit. Yeah,
1: they're trained to see gross, scary shit and still go forth.
0: Bites one of them. Ooh, fucking bites one of them. One just she
1: gets name. one of the cops.
0: In the neck. Ugh. And, you know, anytime you get bit, like, in the neck, like, you're probably gonna bleed out because that's some important arteries.
1: <laughs> right, so they rush him downstairs and one of the firefighters has her down on the ground and he's up there with her all by himself.
0: Yep. And they immediately start, re- they immediately realize they're locked in now. Yeah. So that's when the quarantine of quarantine starts.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even the cop who's down, his buddy being like cop down, cop down and nobody is coming. That's when you know, it's bad.
0: Mm-hmm. And especially that's like, obviously, you know, for professionals as as a non-professional seeing the professionals be like why is nobody coming to help me I would be like oh so we're dead agreed like
1: yeah he doesn't get to that point fast enough I feel
0: I would get to that point immediately like if they're locking us in here and somebody is sick and just I would immediately be like zombies
1: right exactly (laughs)
0: like I know that they get into like a basically a rabies virus eventually but you know I and they basically do turn into kind of like zombies like they don't try to eat you they just attack you like rabid dogs would you know which is a really
1: cool way to do zombies we don't see that
0: i agree yeah because they just
1: rise from the dead but rabies is pretty cool
0: yeah that is really interesting and a very you know different take on that
1: Yeah, and it gives them a reason to be fast zombies because they are
0: yeah and they just attack you they don't want to like eat you they just want to kill you you know Mm -hmm. it's not like they but they will infect you so it's the same principle You know, but my first thought would be as soon as I realized that I was being quarantined in a place, I'd be like, oh, they're not getting us out of here because, like, I don't really have a lot of faith in the government to do the right thing. Great. So. Yeah,
1: I would think the same thing. Hey, I'm going to die here.
0: Well, and especially when you think about when it, like, when it comes to the greater good, like, they're going to sacrifice, let's say, like, these dozen people to keep us in here as opposed to letting this become like a widespread issue. They don't give a fuck about you. They give a fuck about the millions of people on the outside. Exactly. So like I don't know why and I'm not trying to sound heartless, but I don't know why that's so hard for these people to put together. Like, I'm sorry, you are one to uh forty something million? Yeah, you're, you're nothing. You're nothing. So I'm not saying that their lives don't matter, but in the grand scheme of things to the CDC and to the American government and to the even the world, like yeah, you know, I'm sorry, you you ain't, you ain't shit, bro. exactly. <laughs> so, but this old woman start, not to start all this, unfortunately, she's also just a victim, but she's the first like person that we see that starts this off, this do, this domino effect. And uh, now they're locked in. And then they're down with the one man that got bit, and then another one that was up with her just fucking falls from the, the second floor that he was at down to them.
1: Just, yeah, the poor firefighter.
0: Yeah, because you know, and once you have this, you're not just like your normal like elderly woman self or whatever. You're you're rabid, so mm-hmm. you have a lot of strength to do things that you normally couldn't do (laughs) so (laughs) yeah so and very quickly there's a veterinarian because they're like is anybody a doctor and he says well i'm a veterinarian so you know that's convenient not like yeah you know but that's you know and i'm like at
1: least they have somebody but it is very convenient for the rabies part of it
0: yeah for the identification and very quickly he's looking at a uh a sick woman and says oh like look at this because they find another woman unless I'm yeah they find another woman they're they're basically getting people down from their apartments they want everybody to come to the center because you want to kind of keep tabs on everybody and how everybody's doing now for me personally I'd be locking my fucking apartment door and there's no way I'd be out in the common areas but agreed with my opinion i know why that you would want everybody in the same place so you can keep tabs on everybody and kind of be on the same page it's just easier to keep accountability but absolutely fucking not like i would be holed up in my apartment nobody's getting in nobody's getting out i would put everything in front of my door there's no i'm not going to be down there with all of you sick people agreed like i would pretend i wasn't home like
1: yeah granted you find out that there are cannibalistic rats that are kind of spreading this yeah that are
0: getting into these apartments yeah so it probably wouldn't help but at least if I get bit in my apartment I'll hold up in my apartment I'm not going to go be hurt anybody else there so either way it's smarter to just (laughs) barricade everybody like I I get but I do get their point you know of having everybody down there to keep tabs on them But then that's exactly what gets them all fucked in the end is all people just running around everywhere, you know, but you know, that's why I don't, I don't do this. I just stay (laughs) home all the time, you know, (laughs) exactly. So they are, they bring this one woman down who's already very sick and the vet's looking at her and identifies all of the symptoms of rabies, foaming at the mouth and all of her, all of her glands are just like seeping. They're just, like, instantly yeah. going. And he's like, this is rabies. This is, like, rabies on steroids. Because usually this these symptoms don't happen for a long time. And, you know, later they talk about how before you get symptoms of rabies, you can get shots for it. But once it starts to show symptoms, you're, like, 100% dead. Yeah, which is true. Yeah. That is,
1: they, are, they are correct on all the rabies stuff in this movie.
0: One time, science story... And I was like five, four, five years old, I got bit by a dog that got into my backyard. I don't know how it got in. I, we probably had like a loose fence board or something. It was like a smaller dog. A dog got into my backyard and I was playing in my own backyard and there was a dog in my backyard and I was I was like, oh my God, hey, what's up? And I was excited. I was a little kid and it was in my yard, right? So I go up with this dog. Nobody's watching me because I'm in my own backyard. And, or like my parents are out there, but they're like gardening or something. And I'm playing on my swing set and they don't see that there's a little dog in my backyard. It was like a little chihuahua and I go up to it and I go down to pet it and it bit me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then it ran out of our yard. (laughs) So I have this dog bite from an unidentified dog so my mom calls my pediatrician and they say that if the, my mom can't find the dog in like 24 to 48 hours, I have to get all the rounds of rabies shots, which at the time there were like, I don't remember, there were like multiple rounds of rabies shots that I was going to have to get in my stomach at the age of like five. Hmm. And so my mom made up all of these flyers and we went door to door and, you know, cause it's the nineties, it's not like there's Facebook, you know, yeah. and uh, we went door to door and with a description like I, I mean she didn't see the dog so she had to go basically off of a five-year-old's like it was this big and this color that was pretty right that was pretty much all she had well yeah
1: you don't even know that it's a chihuahua
0: yeah I couldn't say that it was like I was like it was small and it was this color and I picked literally picked a, like a Crayola I was like it's close to this color. it was like a tan you know and it was like a fawn color so after going door-to-door door on, like, several blocks in the neighborhood, the first day, I don't think we found anything. And then, like, the next morning, somebody called and said it was theirs and it was vaccinated.
1: Oh, thank God.
0: But yeah. I mean, I probably would have been traumatized because I've heard rabies shots are, like, yeah, no joke. But, yeah. I, I just had to mention I don't know (laughs) but I almost had to get the rabies shots so I'm really glad I fucking didn't because I'm brutal and a five-year-old would probably not have ever gotten over that and I don't have a fear of needles at this point in my life but had I had to get those rabies shots I probably would yeah definitely oh anyways but yes the vet had identifies these rabies symptoms and that they're incredibly accelerated and somebody it's like i doubt that this uh my first thought would have been like who fucking did this and also they take a fucking i'm maybe jumping ahead but they take like a roster of who lives where and they're like i don't know some dude lives in the attic and they just never talk about that again i'd be like go get the fucking dude that lives in the attic agreed right there's nobody gonna go fucking worry about the dude that lives in the attic and we're just gonna let that go
1: yeah the cops and firefighters are even talking about you have to bring everybody down oh let's not worry about him
0: i don't know he's not some dude from boston exactly like
1: oh he's from boston fuck him fuck that guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) so at this point we are going back up to uh, now also i wanted to mention people keep getting frustrated that the camera's there Mm -hmm. and this is like a trope you know yeah people get frustrated that the camera's there if it was me i'd be like i don't give a fuck like I think at this point, I would just be resolved to the fact that I was going to die. And I would probably look at the camera and be like, you can film as much as you want, but you realize nobody's ever going to see it because we're all going to die and it's going to get lost in this building, right?
1: Agreed. But the last cop we have standing right now is definitely towing the party line of don't have any of this on tape.
0: I mean, I would be like, yeah, sure. Like, if you, like people should probably see this, but like nobody's ever gonna find it because once we're all dead if the cbc ever comes in here and recovers it it's just gonna go into a government archive and they're never gonna let anybody see it exactly but like sure do you like if you believe <laughs> you're doing something like go for it but you are really far underestimating the power of the government right now because they're never letting anybody see that
1: <laughs> yeah but he also gets to use it as a weapon so that's really good
0: yes and a light so yeah you know you, you know it serves a purpose absolutely and it gave us the movie so you know whatever <laughs> So they go back upstairs to the old woman's apartment and they see that she has killed a woman and the cleaning lady. Yeah, they find the body. And she is clearly at a different phase of this illness than she was when they originally went up there and they they fucking shoot her.
1: Yeah. Cause but, she starts running at them.
0: Yeah, they, like, a lot of rounds into her ass. Like, it's, like, three or four of them.
1: <laughs> like Well, they already saw her kill two of their
0: friends. We're done. Yeah. I was just kind of, like, shoot her once in the head because you're going to need those bullets, made,
1: Right. <laughs> like, True facts.
0: I don't mind, like, laying a bunch of rounds into somebody that scares you. But also, you're going to need those because this is about to happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then we interview this sick little girl. And... This mother really just irks me. Mm-hmm. There's a sick little girl. Her name is Brianna. She and just has bronchitis. Anybody sick at this point? And like, I know that they fight a lot. The residents, like the residents, and they're like, how do you know she has bronchitis? And they start screaming. No, that'd be me. I'd be like, okay, if that, that's fine. I understand you don't want us to kill your child. Then you need to take her upstairs and lock yourself mm-hmm. in an apartment exactly agreed don't get to be down here with the rest of us because we know that she's sick and you say she has bronchitis that's fine whatever
1: exactly she should be
0: in bed sleeping anyway if she's really sick you should go quarantine yourselves in your own space and you should fucking board yourself up then and quarantine yourself with your little rabid child right no
1: but (laughs) also the mom's down there with her because the dad actually went out to get her medicine because she's sick so you know she's panicked on that front
0: yeah but now he, he can't
1: get to her anymore
0: I was about to say, he ain't getting in anyway so yeah bye go back to your little apartment and stay away from the rest of us because and that would honestly be the safer bet for the mother too because now everybody wants her fucking kid dead <laughs> so yeah lock yourself back in your apartment anyways but right? she's a her, and she says during the interview that her dog is at the vet because he was sick too so you're like mm. Amen. fucking great <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and then this is really when you start to see the tarps come down over the building so mm-hmm. you know that they've been locked in but now they're like literally tarping it off
1: and now they're gonna bug bomb the place
0: they're and they're gonna kill everybody <laughs> you all gonna die sorry and they're like let us out see again i i would okay i'm a really nice like genuinely like gentle human being but i think this is when i would have like one of those personality shifts i'd be the trope character sitting in the corner smoking a cigarette being like We're
1: it's the end of the wild
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i would be in with my black hoodie over my eyes smoking a cigarette and i'd be like <sighs> <laughs> We're all going to die tonight. <laughs> that would be me at this point. Like, I saw this
1: once in a movie. Nobody lived.
0: You know that they're never going to let us out of here, right? <laughs> we are now subjects, and we're quarantined. And once we're all dead, they're going to take us to a facility. And take some samples. And we'll- Especially if you got to be, like, your
1: real self all in black
0: black makeup. oh yeah black hair <laughs> winged out eyeliner i'd be covered in tattoos they'd be like who oh, let the creepy bitch out exactly <sighs> they'd be like you go back to it and be like i'll go back to my apartment but when i come out later as a fucking zombie i'm gonna write i told you so on my forehead when you have to oh <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that would be me. You know, I would want to be the one to like help people get through this, but I'm I just like especially like most no zombie movies, like I would, but like being quarantined by the CDC and the government, I'd be like, oh yeah, no, we're fucking done. Exactly, right? we're done. If there's a way to escape, like I'm about it, but once that happens, no, you're not getting the fuck out of here, absolutely not. Exactly. Yeah. So the CDC, they want to come in wearing hazmat suits and then everybody else is like oh my god look at the suits they're wearing like again i'm just introducing myself now as a character i'd be like i told you
1: (laughs) well yeah because they have to come and take brain samples because we've heard from the vet that that's the only way to actually prove that it was rabies yeah because
0: one guy's like they're gonna come take our blood and the vet's like "Uh -uh -uh."
1: (laughs) rabies is in the brain
0: yeah yeah And so they come in and they're working on the two victims that were on the ground. The firefighters. Mm -hmm.
1: The firefighter and
0: the cop. Yeah, the firefighter and the cop. This is so fucking stupid. So the CDC comes in. Idiot. Mm -hmm. And they handcuff one, like one guy, one little thing of handcuffs. Okay. Yeah. First of all, you need to fucking like strap that motherfucker down like agreed Full straps you the if you you took all these precautions just to be like i'm just gonna clip you right here with this one little t-t. no absolutely <laughs> not and also they inject him with something like is that supposed to be like a little dinky sedative what what is that because yeah. yeah absolutely not like you need to where's your an- your anesthesia like the mm-hmm. mask, you know or you should just kill him if you're just gonna do that because, like, ah, kill him, kill him, like, chop his head off, take that.
1: You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're drilling into his brain. It's I, don't, the whole thing. I don't know. Like, I don't know about all that.
0: You want him dead, anyways. Like, you're drilling into his brain. Clearly, he doesn't mean anything to you because. Exactly. <laughs> take the whole head, take the whole brain out. Like, make sure exactly. he cannot come back. And he's,
1: yeah, he's already said that there's no saving him after rabies symptoms present. So he's already dead.
0: Just finish that just take take the whole thing but no they don't do anything right and so of course chaos ensues because the little dinky ass handcuffs don't do anything when the guy decides to pop back alive and Mm -hmm. grab so then you know they do get some cool shots because they're actually the they're sneaking some peeks here of like what's going on in this room and they're able to see through like a like a little i don't know like a vent or something Able to, mm-hmm. through. Um, there's like
1: a little window, yeah, a little
0: top window thing, you know, into another room. I don't know what you call them, yeah, you don't know what, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> while they're watching this, you know, they see all this hell break loose. Then, when that's done, <laughs> the
1: f- <sighs> they get one of the CDC guys out, one yeah. of them lives there, were two that went in,
0: and then, of course, they're like, You gotta tell me what's going on, and they're like, He's like, Oh, well, you know, yeah, rabies.
1: Yeah, baby. yeah
0: pretty much right after this the little girl's dog we find out is the reason the cdc had quarantined the building because there was a vet clinic that they took it to where all these animals got infected and then yeah. then it started you know uh, the chain of events was set off here and then it was traced back to that building and then immediately after that the little girl bites her mom yep and then it's all anarchy Yep, and then she's like, run, Brianna, run, and I get it, like, she's a mom, but we told you, Mm -hmm. I can tell you it was not bronchitis, which is (laughs) cough, she didn't cough this whole time. I don't think so. There ain't no bronchitis, see, that would have been, I would have been, here, here's me, (laughs) aren't you supposed to cough with bronchitis? <laughs> like you know,
1: I'm seeing you as like a cartoon where all of a sudden you just pop in to say something, and then float away.
0: Like nobody pays attention to me until they're like, "What the
1: fuck is that?" Exactly. Did you hear something? I didn't hear anything.
0: <laughs> what? Or this bitch again? I thought you were upstairs. Or like, I just come down to make sure you all know that you're fucking stupid. I'm going back exactly. <laughs> so. They actually handcuff her mom because, you know, her mom's been one bit and two, she's going to try to protect her daughter who now is rabid. But here's the most, okay, there's a lot of really stupid parts to this movie that make me angry, but this one especially makes me angry because they go up to, they know you have, how many times do you have to be taught the same goddamn lesson in this movie?
1: How they know the little girl's a zombie and rabbit now? The girl's a rabbit.
0: And they go up there and they're like, Brianna, little sweetheart, little baby child. No. Shoot her in the face. You know. <laughs> you. But in the like, face. Mighty. They're like, give me your hand. Oh, you deserve it. You, des- yeah. you-, you deserve it. God, these people are so stupid because guess what?
1: That's how we lose the other cop.
0: Yep. Yeah. He deserves it. And I I'm, I'm not one to victim blame, but no. Like <laughs>
1: Oh, no, I agree at this fucking point, you're being dumb.
0: Again, like I literally wrote it down in all capital letters. How many times y'all need to learn the same lesson? Exactly. Once this happens, they be literally become rabid dogs. They're going to attack you. They're right. not the same lovable little child or the same person anymore give me your hand. No, she don't bite your hand off. You stupid idiot. (laughs) Exactly. And then this literally like sets off the major, like third act of the film. Mm -hmm. So, and then all of the other infected just break, break loose and start just fucking attacking. So basically our, our last three team here is our, obviously Angela, who is our, She's our documentarian. She's the one in front of the camera. This is Jennifer Carpenter. Jake is the main firefighter that's been with us the entire time. And we have Scott, who is our cameraman. So that's our three main that they're going to try to get through this together now. And we've got three main floors of this apartment building, which is really unfortunate. (laughs) And there is a room that they go upstairs to and lock themselves in and they find that there are other people up there but there are two people in that room who have been bitten so we get into this room that we're barricading ourselves in for the time being which there are a couple people here there is the i think he's the landlord or the owner of the building yeah and there's this other dude and this other chick and then there's this other lady and then there's the vet who's been bitten like there's 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 a bunch going on in here okay some auxiliary characters, but two people have been bitten. And here there's some other stupidity that goes on in here. So two things. One dude gets real tired of being quarantined. And so um he thinks that uh, if he just cuts through the quarantine tapestry, or what is it? The little plastic thing, you know, that they put over to fumigate. A little tarp. <laughs> A little tarp, yeah. That if he does that and is like get me out of here, they're just gonna like let him out, and they're like, oh, okay, Not- Yeah, that's how that works. Sniper shoots him. Yeah. In the face, and <laughs> <laughs> and so they do that. They shoot him dead, and of course everybody's like upset. Oh, I also forgot to mention that at some point somebody has like an analog TV with an antenna, and the CDC is like everybody's been evacuated. And that's when my character would come in and go, see. (laughs) (laughs) Just float on in. You are dead. I've been right the whole time. I'm gonna chain smoke until we die. (laughs) (laughs) This is when my cigarette smoking, which I'm not a smoker in real life, but like you know, if I was gonna die, I would be coming back. All the bad habits that I couldn't do in real life, be like, you know what? I'm about to get rabies, so I'm gonna smoke cigarettes. I'm gonna drink. Like, exactly. Matter now. (laughs) (laughs) Cigarettes are awesome. They're not. Don't smoke. But you know. They feel good. So, yeah, they shoot him. And the landlord slash building owner is like, there might be another way out in the basement that leads to the sewers. There's a key in my building. Let's go there. But then they turn their back. They turn their back on a glass door where the veterinarian they that they know is bitten is just chilling. And, yeah. of course the building owner gets fucking taken from behind and bit and i'm like yeah see they need my carriage because i've been like don't do that (laughs) and then his
1: wife won't leave him and there's another girl who's been bit in the other corner who changes and she takes her out yeah so then we're back to just our three
0: yep and now they have to go to the basically that apartment and find this key in this place where there's no power that was gone a long time ago because why wouldn't it be you know the landlord's apartment luckily they find the key in his desk and they make this plan and they're like okay so we go to we have to go to the basement and yeah
1: they try so hard they're like Amping each other up, like, okay, we're just going to run, just going to run, and then it doesn't matter.
0: Literally, as soon as they bust through the door, our fireman gets taken out. Yep. Immediately.
1: Yep. And then they can't run downstairs to the basement like they're supposed to, because everyone else has turned, and they're running up the stairs at them. Yeah. So they have to run to the attic. I gotta which go up. Jennifer Carpenter asked to specifically never see the attic, so that set, so that she would be surprised when she went in. She, and she wouldn't know no where
0: to go. So good, love her. We stand, yeah, we stand. Jennifer Carpenter. So now, yeah,
1: I know you don't like this part, but she's hyperventilating the whole time, and I feel like that's real. Like, you're panicking. No, you have I, to get out of there.
0: I appreciate it, but like, yeah. you know, she
1: is a great actress.
0: As yes, as the viewer, you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like, you're gonna die. Yeah, you like live. There's
1: a point when there's it's still the three of them. The firefighter hasn't died yet, and uh, she gets knocked over by a zombie and she's just hyperventilating going I've been bit because that's what you think
0: yeah she's like I'm bitten I'm bitten I'm bitten I'm bitten they're like no you're not no you're not no yeah because she's not but she no. just assumes because it was on top of her for so long like how is she not you know yeah exactly but she didn't you just you're your body you know you don't think you're just like oh this is it you know I'm dead exactly so they run up and they're Apparently, the only two left like you don't see anybody else that is not sick and rabbit, right. so they have to go upstairs to the attic apartment where they find lab rats, lab equipment, newspaper yeah. about a doomsday cult, and of bro- course' my
1: question about logic though,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: because <laughs> this makes no sense. The door is locked, so they have to unlock it to get into this guy's apartment, which we find out is the guy from Boston. And the cameraman goes, "Well, it was locked, so that means they should be out, right? No. Do you, Do you not lock your door when you're
0: home? He's a dude, maybe not.
1: Probably, right?
0: <laughs> it's also nighttime, though. Like, even if you're a guy, like you probably lock your door when you go to sleep. I was, yeah, right. I would assume, maybe not so there's like this stuff about this cult and a break-in at a chemical weapons lab where a virus was stolen and there's like this trap door and he scott goes up there and he loses the camera light and like this is when she's like keep the light on me keep the light on me keep the light on me and she's like hyperventilating and this is when i was like okay girl there's one light and we have to use it to look around you're not gonna have the light on you the whole time
1: yeah but I could definitely get that like well I'm afraid of the dark so I totally get that
0: yeah I would just like pick a corner like shine a light in a corner where there's nothing and pick a corner and stand in your corner you know what I mean yeah. like agreed you know I wouldn't stand just like an open space but I'd be like okay I'm gonna go stand in this corner and I'm gonna need you to come over to this corner when you're done
1: agreed <laughs> I'm be over I, don't your understand, <laughs> I don't understand why they go farther into the apartment anyway like, well, I get it for the movie, but at that point, I get it. The cages are scary, but I'd be like, we're going to sit right here mm. and die. I guess starve. I don't know. <laughs> we're not going any farther.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think at this point, like, I wouldn't want to be, I I wouldn't want to die in that attic. I think that I would want to, I don't really know what I would do, but like, I definitely wouldn't want to die there. So mm-hmm. I'd probably, honestly... Risk going out there and at least trying to get into another apartment. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I don't think I would want to die there. Like not in the dark like that. Like that's so dark. Like at least some other places have fucking windows, you know. Yeah,
1: or a comfy couch to sit on or
0: something. Like this is, I don't need to die around doomsday cult. Fucking oh, no, thank <laughs> yeah. you. That's my bit. No. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, the guy that fucking did this. You don't need that.
0: Yeah. So there's this trap door that he goes up, and there's. A camera broken by like a, a it looks like a boy swatting like he just hits it but it's not the same uh, is it the same person i don't think so or it, like it a, doesn't look like it did. yeah right yeah it looks like a kid so he turns on the night vision and he and angela hear loud banging you know of course and it's just like emaciated looking person and there's an infected person walking around and then they make too much noise and it gets Scott. Yeah. Angela is scared and she calls out for Scott, even after he's fucking attacked and it goes to get her too. And this final scene is she drops the camera and it's facing her. Now this scene, there's a kind of a long attack scene where you don't really see her and you just hear some struggle. Mm Mm-hmm In my opinion, that is where I would have ended the film, personally. Mm -hmm. I would have ended the film right there. Because this is where she drops the camera and she can't find it. And she's crawling towards it. And then she's dragged screaming into the darkness and you assume she's dead.
1: Well, you get the jump scare here. Yeah. End it with a jump scare, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I probably would have ended it with the struggle. Just because, like, I know what they were trying to do. Like, end it with her being, like, dragged away and screaming and end it with a jump scare. But, like, I... I probably would have just ended it with the struggle because it was like a, you know, a climactic struggle. And if they had just dropped the camera and ended it with like the thing walking around or something, or like, you know, other than it, like sneaking up on her and dragging her because they don't, they didn't seem like the entire time, like they were super nuanced, like creeping kind of things, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that just seemed a little out of character for the rabid beings they tried to create the whole time. But You know, for a dramatic effect, like I understand, you know, why they ended it like that, but it just seemed a little out of character for these rabid people they tried to create the whole time.
1: Yeah, it is a legit jump scare, though, especially for me because I hate eyes. She's creeping towards the camera and you just see her eyes for a long time.
0: Yeah, you're like, no, no. (laughs)
1: You're like, oh, something bad is going to happen. Can (laughs) you just do it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just get it over with. Yeah, I mean, this film, in my opinion, it's pretty fun. Like, I don't like absolutely love it. But it is a pretty, in my opinion, a pretty solid found footage film there. The scares are genuine. I think the tension is pretty genuine. So I would probably honestly give it like a pretty strong three and a half to leaning headed towards a four. I probably wouldn't give it like a solid like quite just yet but it's pretty close like for me it's a pretty good movie and i don't like i said the numbers are strong for me i remember especially the first time i watched it being a teenager that loved horror like i remember you know being one of those films where like i had the blanket like right up to my eyes and especially mm-hmm. those real that last scene in the dark like it really did it for me especially back then with the scares so it was pretty enjoyable and i it had been a long time, so I forgot that it was a pretty enjoyable film, to be honest. So,
1: Agree. Like I said, I love this movie. I throw it on every year. It's probably not a five for me, but it is a solid four. Yeah. Good-ass movie. Definitely. Love it.
0: Yeah. So, I hope you enjoyed this film. Do you have any trivia for us, Kristen? Or... The only trivia I had already told you about uh, Jennifer Carpenter in the Attic yeah well cool we hope you enjoyed it like i said and you can find us on all of our social medias at the extra sisters podcast or on twitter is that the extra sisters and if you would like to join our little patreon family you can check out our two tiers with one dollar a month here and a five dollar a month tier and what perks you get there patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast and next time life or death survival begins
1: until then stay creepy